Now, back to the action. The Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3. It's the Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report. Back for another season talking local racing. Uh, focusing on Monadnock Speedway, but really covering racing all around the region. And when the tour comes to town, boy, Chris, Chip and I, we go crazy. <laughs> sure. We, we lose our minds. Randy, oh, we can't even harness him in. He's just out there just going all modified crazy on us. So it's Chip and myself and a uh, a great driver, great guy on the Bear Lines this morning. You'll see him racing later on tonight over at Monadnock Speedway in the Mayhew Tools 7NY. Doug Kobe. Doug, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How about you guys? Uh, we are doing very, very well. We're we're excited about well, uh, we're excited about the the race. Obviously, we're excited about the weather conditions for today. And racing season is back here in the Northeast. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to getting up to New Hampshire, and uh, the weather finally seems to be changing for all of us. It seems like it always does this every year. We complain all all through April and May, and then all of a sudden it's in the high 70s and 80s and probably getting close to 90 pretty soon. Well, uh, we'll be uh, enjoying the conditions uh, later on uh, this afternoon. Doug Kobe in the 7NY in tonight's uh, Duel at the Dog. It's the uh, modified uh, Wayland Modified Tour uh, comes to Monadnock Speedway. Now, last year, Doug, you, you got a top five. You had a top five over at Monadnock. What's it going to take to uh, win this race later on this afternoon and evening? Yeah, last year we had a good car. We just um, kind of faded at the end, and we weren't able to compete uh, through the lap traffic as the race went on and um, compete with uh, Justin Bonsignor, Matt Hirschman, Ron Silk. We just seemed to fall off like the last 30 to 40 laps. But that's typical of Monadnock. You know, you can try to save as much as you, you want and try to put yourself in a good position. And then sometimes, you know, when it's go time, the last 30, 40 laps, you just don't have much left. And that was really what happened to us last year. So, of course, we've been trying to figure out what we need to adjust this year to make sure we have a car that can go all 200 laps. And, and um, you know, it seems like Monadnock's one of those places where either we have very few cautions, I mean, we've gone caution-free there before, or we have cautions where you have to be able to race at the end. And we didn't have a car on the late race cautions that we could, you know, really race side-by-side side with people. And, um you know, it's a tricky facility. It's one of my favorite short tracks that we go to because it is so, so technical and you have to be aggressive and smooth all at the same time there. And um, I love it. It's it's a great spot. And, uh, you know, Josh from JDB Productions putting on the Duel at the Dog again and bringing us to Monadnock two times this year because we'll be back later in the season. It's uh, It's pretty awesome what he's doing for modified racing in New Hampshire. So, Doug, how is this transition from uh, uh, Mike's team to your own team to now driving for for Tommy Baldwin? How's this worked out for you? Uh, it's it's great. I mean, uh, you have to have great equipment and you have to have great people. And I've been really lucky that since I started, really with Wayne Darling's team. I mean, listen, every part time team I drove for, I had great equipment and great people, but we just didn't race all the time to develop a notebook. And you know, I, I've been really lucky to have teams that are pretty much complete from top to bottom from a car owner that's committed to uh, the sport and winning uh, always kind of keeping equipment fresh and, and keeping up on that stuff. But then also having, you know, a full cast of characters on the crew that uh, wants to win and put in the time and the work to do that. And, um, you know, there are, there are a bunch of different guys on Tommy's team. He kind of had his own crew. So I didn't really bring too many of my guys with me. 
Um, just a couple of them are helping out, but um, they're just all so dedicated and just want to win, and, and that's where it starts. And uh, we all get along pretty good, so it helps to have you know neutral personalities and, and people who are committed to the same goal, and, and that's what I've been lucky enough to have for probably the last 10 to 12 years. Talking to uh, Doug Kobe, Doug Kobe, modified driver, who will be in the uh, Mayhew Tools 7NY uh, later on this afternoon uh, in the duel at the Dog, the big modified race over at Monadnock Speedway, put on by uh, JDV Productions. Last year, pretty successful racing part-time. Uh, you went down to New Smyrna, unfortunately, uh, so far this year. Eh, we're looking for some better results, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I actually think we've been as dominant with the car as we want to be we just haven't sealed the deal and and closed out you know any wins obviously or any even really good finishes i mean we led uh we were straight away ahead in the middle of both races that we run at new smyrna and richmond um at, at the middle section of the race and then you know pit stops come along and uh at new smyrna we just didn't have the right adjustment to compete at the end and we ended up fifth and then at richmond um, you know, it looked like we were kind of going to settle for a second-place finish, I think, behind Austin Beers. And the last 15 laps of that race, uh, the car just got evil, and we ended up 13th. And we, we found a really significant oil leak after the race. And I think that that, you know, it either was developing over the course of the race and uh, the whole right side of the car was, was full of oil. And I was like, why is this car all of a sudden sliding around everywhere? <laughs> and usually oil will do that. So um, not great finishes, but... Um, uh, great runs and uh, makes us hungrier to get good finishes. And we've got a, a big stretch of races coming up in the next two months on the tour with a ton of short track racing uh, jammed in before we go to Loudoun in July. So mm-hmm. I think the next five races we go to are all uh, really tight confines. And, you know, we had some great runs at these tracks last year and we're just looking to build off of it and get, get into some more consistent finish and hopefully pop off a couple wins. And one of the, the good things uh, is that uh, Mayhew Tools has just kind of followed you right along wherever you want to go. You know, they're, they're just across the river from us, so uh, and and right actually right down the road from where I live. And great people over there. Yeah, Mayhew's been with me I think since 2017, and um, they've been super supportive of everything that I do, from uh, switching to being a car owner and stepping up to help me with that. Um, supporting me in my my lone truck series ride that I got after uh, the SRX win a couple years back. Oh yeah, and right. yeah. and you know yeah, Monadnock is kind of their home track. I, I you know it's it's the closest speedway that we race at to uh, Mayhew Shop and Turner's Falls, and um, you know they're they're just a great group of people who see short track racing as a great way to get their uh, their name out there amongst. Um, people who typically use their products um you know they make all sorts of uh punches chisels pry bars specialty automotive products screwdrivers um and you can find a lot of their stuff on amazon you can find them in home depot um and as well as uh some other you know uh, tool type trucks met snap on maco all sorts of you do business with them um so it's a great company and it's a perfect fit for the wheel and modified tour uh, with a company like Mayhew. Yeah, Mayhew Tools over in Turner's Falls. Hey, do they ever let you bring the Modified up to their uh, facility over in Turner's Falls? Maybe do a couple donuts in the parking lot, because <laughs> Chip and I want to go check that out. We didn't do any donuts. We brought it up there once, I think maybe 2018 or 19, um, and then obviously, you know, COVID kicked in, so that shut things down for a while, and 
now we're kind of all just readjusting to, you know, whether, whether there's, uh, a need for that type of stuff. And, uh, certainly I would do it if they, if they wanted me to, and I just kind of leave it up to them to let me know if they have an event or anything like that. But, um, great group of people, um, their, their customers are fantastic when they come to our races. Uh, and then also their employees get super excited about how the, the race team's doing and, and keeping tabs on us. So, uh, you know, we're just, it's, they've been with me for a long time. It's been six or seven years, but we're just yeah. kind of, you know, uh, continuing to build off of social media presence and uh, all sorts of uh, uh, marketing-related stuff that, uh, that they're excited to build on. So uh, John Lawless, Eric Mills, uh, Gail Thompson, everybody who, who kind of comes to the races with us, they're um, just great people, and, and they would probably say the same thing, that we're kind of become friends as opposed to just marketing partners. So that's, uh, that's a, a great uh, relationship for me to have, and hopefully it continues down the road. Doug, uh, one, one more question before we let you go, and this is something that actually came up uh, in a conversation that Chip and I were having. You know, that you're supposed to uh, start this race at five o'clock this afternoon, which means that um, you'll be in the daylight and probably in the sunshine. Usually, you know, you guys are racing much later at night. So, has that topic come up between you and the race team and how you're going to adjust? No, because anytime, anytime we've had a rainout at Manana for a night race, we end up racing during the day. It seems. Oh, that's true. Um, okay. So, so we do have we do have a couple. I think there's been two in the last four years or so that we've had to run in the day, okay. uh, including last including last year. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, it's not it's not really that big of a change. I mean, you always think that maybe you won't change the car as much for the feature if it's in the day as it would at night because it gets colder and the track, you know, maybe gets slicker sooner. But the reality is, you know, you're going to be fighting for grip off a of turn four at Monadnock, no matter whether you race at 3 p.m. or 3 a.m. So uh, that's going to be the, the hot topic for my race team is getting the car to turn the middle of the corner, but then still have drive up off. And if we can do that uh, later today, we're going to have a great finish. And hopefully you guys will see the Mayhew Tool 7NY in uh, Victory Lane there in New Hampshire. Now, Monadnock having such old payment, uh, is this a kind of a race, a tire management race too? I think all of our races are tire management to some extent. I mean, if you can save, it's best to save. Um, obviously, if you're stuck back in traffic in, you know, 10th to 15th, you need to move forward to put yourself in a position to get a, a solid top 10, top 5, or compete for a win. Um, so qualifying is critical at the short tracks. You know, if you can start in the top 3 or 4 and settle in for the first you know, 75 to 85 laps of the race without really abusing the car too much, Hopefully you'll have, if you have a nice balanced setup, hopefully you'll have uh, a car to compete at the end. If you screw up in qualifying and you end up starting 17th, well, then you got to claw your way to the front and use your car up. And uh, that usually those races, if you have a crappy qualifying effort and you know you have a good car, usually you're hoping for a lot of cautions so that you can take advantage on the restarts and, and line up and gain one or two spots on every restart that you don't really have to pull out and pass somebody and, and abuse the car so much. So it's, uh, it all depends on, you know, we got a big field today. We've got 30 cars, I believe, signed in. Um, you know, I'm not sure how many are actually going to start, but it's going to be a full field, and uh, usually a full field means there's going to be a, a handful of cautions on a quarter mile. So, uh, you know, hopefully uh, qualifying goes well and we can set a nice pace out front and not abuse those tires. Good luck, Doug Kobe, who drives the uh, the Mayhew Tools 7NY in tonight's 
uh, Duel at the Dog Race, the tour race uh, over at Monadnock Speedway. Uh, we showed a lot of love to Mayhew Tools. Who else are you thanking uh, as we get ready for the big show tonight? Yeah, mostly uh, Mayhew Tools, but Baldwin Automotive, uh, uh, Mohawk Northeast, uh, uh, all the guys on Tommy Baldwin Racing who bust their butts to make oftentimes three or four cars race in the same weekend with three or four different drivers racing. So uh, really my hat's off to the crew and, and everybody who supports us, uh, you know, to make this operation work. And, you know, we're still new together. I know we won three races last year and, and ran together nine times, and we've got two under our belts this year. But we're really still kind of learning uh, together and, and hopefully keep winning races. Good luck, Doug. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Have a great day. Enjoy enjoy the race tonight. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Thanks again, Doug. All right. We'll be back with more. It's the Manadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3.